0: Hi, this is Mimi. And this is Lee,
1: and this
0: is Getting Rich After Divorce. We're two divorced women who decided the best way to get rich was to embrace our entrepreneurial spirits and build our own business. To us, rich
1: means the money in your bank account, but also the quality of your life, your experiences, and your personal
0: well-being. You're here to overcome doubt, fear, burnout, and finally get unstuck to build a business you love and makes you rich. You also want to learn how to do all of this while navigating the
1: challenges divorced women face. If that's you, stick with us. You're in the right place.
0: Hey, this is Mimi.
1: And this is Lee. And in this episode of Getting Rich After Divorce, we talk about body image and brand.
0: I just heard a collective groan out there. (laughs) That's how most women feel when they hear the word body image and the idea of talking about body image, right? Yeah.
1: It's something most women can relate to no matter what they look like or think they look like um, or objectively what they look like. It's something that most people, women in particular, can relate to. And if you need, I don't know if you need evidence, but there are billions of dollars being spent each year by women towards the diet, fashion, hair and makeup, and plastic surgery industries. And so this this is our evidence, if we didn't you know, have evidence in our minds before, that women suffer with body and self-image issues big time, because they always think they need to fix something.
0: Yeah, I mean, and in saying that, it's not like I'm anti- like hair and makeup, you know, no. like it's fun to play with. I'm not anti-plastic surgery. Yeah. I'm wearing it's
1: lipstick. True. If you're on YouTube, you can see me pointing to my lips. Uh, you yeah. know, I love fashion. I love fashion. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's um. I think it's just that these industries are not always working in our best interest, right?
1: They're like, not. They play on our insecurities about ourselves and kind of perpetuate they not only play on, but they perpetuate our issues with the way we look. Yeah.
0: And it makes it, it makes it hard to show up in your own life sometimes. Mm -hmm. So we did an earlier podcast that really talked about um, if you want to build your business and you want your business to make you lots of money, which is why most of us are in business, you really do need to be visible, you know, because you're the face of your brand. And I think one thing that really stops so many women from, Starting growing, you know, really expanding their business is their sense of um how they look and putting themselves forward and really how they think about their personal body image.
1: Exactly. And again, it doesn't, you know, like I could look, you know, I have friends, family members, I think they're gorgeous. I mean, I wish I had, you know, like their figure or whatever, and they suffer with their own like really painful issues about how, you know, how they think they look. So, um, you know, this is why we're bringing this up. We know working with women that this is a bit, we know just from our own journeys, this is, you know, something you, you bump into when you start building your business and your brand. So body image encompasses your relationship with a variety of things about yourself, but we're just going to kind of mention four big ones. Like, so body image encompasses your relationship with your body, obviously, Um, your mirror, that's an actual relationship you have, or catching sight of a reflection. It's really your reflection, Um, your closet, and your camera, you know, cameras in general.
0: Yeah, this is interesting, and they're all kind of related, right? I think it's like this idea of the mirror and seeing your image. I think it's why every time I now that we all are on Zoom so often, every time my reflection pops back on me, I'm Zoom. I'm like, have I been walking around looking at this? Well, I do that too. Like, I never see myself on Zoom and say, "Ooh, hottie, you're looking good." Like, <laughs> you know, it's like I can look at myself and say, like why is this here? You know, like, why is this? And I can really start to, you know, take myself apart. So I've got where I like hide myself on that. So I don't have to look at my reflection and Mm -hmm. that whole idea of the looking at yourself in the mirror is it's a tough one.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause Mimi and I've talked about this before, like luckily in our families, like nobody really tore us down in terms of how we are, you know, so we got a lot of our, I think the way we think about ourselves from culture, but, um, I think because, you know, my mom and dad always told me I was beautiful that I, in my head, I walk around feeling great. But then when I see like a reflection and then I've been bombarded with the way movie stars look and models, um, you know, images, you can't avoid, you know, when you scroll Facebook or Google stuff, um, you can't avoid all these images, these presentations of the way women look. And I see their image. And then when I sometimes when I'm confronted with my own image, I, you know, we we know how to see patterns. I don't look like a model. I don't look like a movie star, <laughs> or at least in my mind, you know, I, when I see those images together, I don't feel like I fit with that. And so in my mind, I can feel like I'm kind of cute, you know, and then I see an image and I'm like, wait, this image doesn't actually match what is being presented by culture is the way to look.
0: Yeah, that's funny that you say that because I can remember, you know, just talking about the camera and looking at your image. I'm like, I never think I look good at a picture. I never think I look good at a picture. So I said, that means to me, one, I'm either not photogenic or I'm not nearly as cute as I think I am. So I was like, I was like, oh, that could be the only two options. Like the third option couldn't be like, you're beautiful and you just don't want to admit it to yourself, you know, like, or, you know, it's really funny how we can, like the only options I could give myself were, you know, were negative options when it comes. And I think that's why, like so many of my friends, we had, talk about it all the time that when we look back on our family pictures and our family vacations, you know, I'm sure you have heard that too, Lee. It's like, I'm often the one that's not, I'm like, Oh no, no, I'll take the picture. You guys all go in there. And I really have been working um, over the past few years to be more visible in my vacation photos and family photos.
1: I know because these times pass quickly and then, you know, one day your kids are going to get those photos and it's like, where's mom? You know, and I'm, I'm invisible from a lot of the photos too. And I've heard so many women talk about this phenomenon of just being absent from the photo or if they're in there, they're hiding behind someone else or trying to conceal themselves somehow because of their body image. And it really is, um, you know, there's a larger psychological emotional problem going on here which, you know, um, is a big issue. It's a larger issue than we're going to discuss here. But, you know, it's sad. You know, I find it very sad and even tragic that women, you know, hide from their own lives. But and, and we have um, a previous podcast that talks about being visible versus staying hidden. And I urge you to go, you know, listen to that because it, it definitely relates to what we're talking about here and gives you some a little more discussion around staying hidden versus being visible.
0: Yeah. It's like the framework for why that's such an important thing, especially if you are looking to start or grow your business.
1: Exactly. So I'm wondering, like, as you listen to us, do you recognize yourself in here in these um, issues we're discussing? You know, do you feel feel comfortable in all your clothes do you like your closet when you walk in there or do you feel like you have nothing to wear? Do you like your hair, your skin, your neck, your thighs, you know, or or do you tend to pick yourself apart, which I know, you know, Mimi and I do get on Zoom just to talk to each other and do business. And I'm like, look at my hair, you know, and I definitely, you know, tend to pick myself apart. I do it less. I do it more with humor now, but I still do it. Yeah, I still focus on it it's yeah. hard to break that habit.
0: Yeah. And, and I love that question that you had, Lee, are you comfortable in all of your clothes? Because the goal for all of my clothes is that they'd be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I said to Lee, not too long ago, I said, how come leggings, a tunic and a sweatshirt is not appropriate attire for every place I go in the world?
1: <laughs> <Because> <laughs> to be I'm yeah.
0: Yeah. Super <laughs> And have you seen that the thing about like, I now wear tunics or something like that. I'll have, no, to, I that, but
1: I'll have to get it. that
0: and share it in the Facebook group. Yeah. Really funny. And it's talking it's, about,
1: I'll Go ahead. Sorry.
0: like, it's talking about how, um, you know, it used to be everybody was like mocking and like, oh, I know I'm old when I start wearing tunics and this woman came back she goes, I love my tunics and I'm going to okay. keep wearing tunics.
1: Yeah. I mean, tunics are great. And, and the thing is, You can be like in your own mind and in your own body without looking in a mirror maybe, or a camera of a photo, an image of you in your tunic. Um, But are you comfortable being seen in your clothes? So you can have comfortable clothes that are technically like they don't pinch, they don't bind, uh, because women often have been historically placed in pinchy binding clothes. Um, So you can, you can break free of that now and get stretchy fabrics and all that. But are you comfortable being seen in a photograph, (laughs) in a mirror? Can you look at yourself in your clothes and feel like, yeah, I feel perfectly and not just comfortable, but do I feel great in this outfit or whatever?
0: Yeah. Do I feel powerful? Do I feel powerful? Sexy? Mm -hmm. You know, do I feel appropriate? You know, there's, there's all kinds of things that we, um, ask of our clothes. Mm -hmm.
1: Do I feel smart in this outfit? Do I feel beautiful? Do I feel loved in this outfit? You know?
0: Yeah. That like your relationship with your closet. Mm -hmm. That's so powerful. I think it really, um, it can symbolize all of these other things that we're talking about, right? Like when you open your closet, how does it make you feel? Mm -hmm. I think that captures like, how do I feel in my body? How do I feel in my mirror? How do I feel in my camera can be captured by how do I feel when I open my closet doors?
1: Yeah, definitely. And the conundrum in all of this is that, you know, you have these body image and self image issues. Like I know I have them, you know, um, you know, you need to be more visible, less hidden. I know. Sure. I've known that historically. Yep. I know I need to be more visible, less hidden. Yet in branding one's business, you know, one can feel very stuck and stay hidden, even knowing intellectually all these things, knowing intellectually about the diet industry and the billions of dollars women spend on plastic surgery, and even going in yourself for a little nip and tuck. You can know all these things and know that something could change to so that you would feel better about yourself just as you are. Um, And you you want your business to grow yet. How do you, how do you deal with all this? You know, it's, it's where we get stuck, you know, changing something so that we don't, we're not quite as uncomfortable, or we don't stay quite as stuck, even if we still feel uncomfortable, you know, how can you get movement and change so that you're, you get your dreams, you can move toward your dreams, whatever they may be. And here we're focusing on your business and money dreams.
0: Yeah. That it's taking action from the knowing that can really be, um, so hard. It's like, how do you break through that? And I think there's a few, um, things that we can really consider when we ask ourselves that question, you know, if you really just sat and thought about it, like what's holding you back from working on these issues, like wherever your body image and sense of, um, self-esteem in how you are presenting and presenting yourself to the world like what's holding you back from working on those issues
1: right right um you know a lot of times when we ask women what's holding them back really for anything like this could be we could be talking about this or it literally any other topic under the sun that one might feel stuck on and the the top three reasons are money courage and time um so we'll kind of talk about these you know from the way we hear other women talking about these like money is not feeling worthy enough to spend money to help fix this people will say i don't have enough money to fix this i don't have enough money to buy a new wardrobe i don't have enough money to buy lipstick i don't have enough money to get plastic surgery or whatever or to get to buy that expensive diet plan, but really, um, there's underneath the money thing. It's more a sense of worthiness to actually focus on, um, doing something. And we're not saying, Oh, I want to be clear. We're not saying go out and get some plastic surgery, like, but you do need to do something. If, if your body image is holding you back from moving forward in your life, you do need to do something. So you've got some options available to you. We don't think the first option is you need to go fix your looks, but money could also be spent on a great coach, you know, a great coach to help you move forward.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I just want to say, just because you're saying money is what's stopping you, it doesn't take any money. Like you can be using excuses. Money is like, oh, I don't have any money. Yeah. Yeah but you could also be using money as an excuse like, oh, I'm also not going to look at all the things I could do that don't cost any money.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
0: know, and that whole, that money idea that you have to throw money behind it is mm-hmm. all of those industries that we've been raging against telling us, oh, if you just spent a little money in this direction or that direction, or this direction, your problem would go away.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So women can get really tied up in knots and then kind of circular thinking around this money. Like I'm not going to buy new clothes because I'm not going to feed the diet. I mean, the, you know, clothing industry, I'm not going to, you know, do anything about my overall physical health because I don't want to, you know, put money into the diet and exercise industry. And I get that, like, I get that rage and not wanting to, because it's, it's a rage against being made to feel that you need to change all the time, feeling like that all the time, every day, every second of the day. Um, but money can become just like a stone wall uh, when, when people use the money, like, this is what's stopping me. Cause that's not yeah. really what's stopping you. That's
0: not really what's stopping <laughs> you. Not really
1: what's stopping you.
0: Yeah. I think it, yeah, one... it,
1: this is, I'm sorry. Sorry, I mean, I just want to clarify, we're not saying from being beautiful, we're saying this is not the thing stopping you from building your brand because of your self-image issues. It's, it, so it's really about, you know, you're, you're being stopped and hesitating over building your brand, being the face of your brand. So we're not saying, oh, you need to fix any beauty issues you think you have. I just want to clarify that because it can sound, it might sound like we're saying that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I think it's, it's like, if you're saying these are what the problems are, why aren't you working on them? And these are the excuses that we hear and we know that they're irrelevant
1: mm-hmm. sort of right yeah,
0: yeah. like you can, you can build your brand without spending a penny on how you look because you're perfect for representing your band exactly as you are
1: mm-hmm.
0: right yeah and i think that second one that you put up there was courage
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i think that's like you know why am i not working on my self-image my body issues mm-hmm. why i don't like to look at myself in the mirror you know, and so when I think about courage, it's like um it's facing the fears, right? The fears of what I'm gonna see, the fears of what I'm gonna have to acknowledge or not acknowledge. You know, am I gonna have to dive into um things that I've been trying to keep hidden for a long time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: painful thoughts come up and we're scared of those painful thoughts. So we'd rather not delve into it. And um it's the courage really, you know, to deal with your fears, your deepest fears about what others may, th- you, what you think others may think, you know, what you think of yourself, faith, confronting those thoughts. Um, it's, that's where the courage comes in.
0: Yeah. And then one that we hear for everything that we do to everything. Us- I'm, I'm too busy. I'm too yeah. busy. I can't, um, I can't be the face of my brand or figure out why I'm not being the face of my brand. Cause I'm, I'm just too busy. I'm too busy.
1: Yeah. And I'm too busy. You know, I don't have enough time, you know, however you say that <laughs> particular message is another stone wall that is universally thrown out by women. You know, men can use it too, but, um, you know, we're not saying that everything we say is exclusive to women, but women definitely, we know from our own, watching our own patterns and, and looking at what women say, people are always saying, I'm too busy. There's never enough time. And that's why I can't build my brand, my business. That's why I can't, you know, stop to figure out this whole body image thing that I have. Yeah. So i sorry, did you want to say something more? On yeah, that? I was
0: just going to say, so it's this idea that um, money, courage, and time are keeping me from working on my sense of self-esteem and self and body image, which is keeping me from being the face of my brand. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: right. It's mm-hmm. like a domino thing. You know, these things yeah. are all linked together and we're trying to show you where they're linked and how to start to unlink them and tease them apart and get some movement in your life anyway. That's really where we're going with this discussion. And we wish, we wish we could hand you a magic wand that you could wave where your self-image and body image was miraculously shift and you would just love yourself the way you are. We wish we could do that for ourselves. We wish we could do that for you. But um. What do you do if you're stuck with body image issues, self image issues, and yet you know you need to be the face of your brand to build your business? There's got to be some kind of solution here. So, what if we can't miraculously change the way you feel about yourself right this second? We know the answer is not staying hidden. (laughs) If you want to build your business, you know, that's not really the answer either. So, what
0: do you do? What do you do? I don't know, but you're in good company because the vast majority of women don't like their hair, their body, you know, it it, it and it doesn't matter what it is. People are going to say like, I'm too thin. I'm too fat. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too curvy. I'm too straight. It's crazy. My hair's too curly. My hair's too straight. It's too long. It's too short. Like you're in the company of how the majority of women feel about themselves.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is why the plastic surgeons, the diet industry, the makeup industry are making the big bucks. You know, This is why, because we're just as a group, as a group, women just don't like the way they look. And it's this is why we're so passionate about our mission to, to try to help stem the tide and turn this around. Uh, we know there's no easy fix or silver bullet out there. Um, Each one of us has to do our own personal work, but we can also support each other in moving forward as a group, as a body of women. We can start changing things. You know, it's going to be slow, but in the meantime, we don't want you to wait for societal change to build your business. Um, we, We want to find a way for you to move forward now.
0: Yeah, and it really does take learning how to be scared and doing it anyway. Yes, you're going to
1: because, hear this,
0: Yeah, over and over again. <laughs> yeah, the fear is going to be there, but you really can, you can learn it. You can learn to be the face of your brand and business, even when you are insecure. You know, it's like, just to get started, you're going to keep learning to love yourself. You're going to keep tweaking your mindset over and over again. You know, eventually this feeling of being more secure and more comfortable in your skin it's like, it just appears it's, you know, it's like, how's you're doing the work? How's you're doing the work? And one day you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I like that. I like that look. You know, you start to appreciate your reflection.
1: Yeah, it takes time. And, you know, there's some things you're going to hear in this podcast. We have certain principles and just kind of truths we've seen and working with women over time. Um, But, you know, being scared and doing it anyway, is one of our biggies that you just that's the only way to move forward. You can't wait for a time when you feel completely comfortable with yourself. You can't wait for, you know, your whole psyche to change for society to completely change you. You can be aware of those things. You can work on those things however you choose to work on them. But in the meantime, really what we're left with at the end of the day, all of us, is if you want to move forward and you have some fear, you've just got to be fearful and scared and do it anyway. (laughs) We're just all kind of, and that's actually a great thing to practice, Mimi, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because that's where the confidence comes from. Mm -hmm. You know, people think like when I'm confident, then I'll do it. But really it's the doing it anyway through the fear that builds the confidence.
1: Mm-hmm. that's, that's right. That's it. Listen to what rewind and listen to Mimi say that one more time. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly right. It's, it's, we think we have to feel completely great before we can do stuff, but we actually start to feel great when we do stuff anyway, when we're scared and we're not feeling great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you are in our Facebook group, getting rich after divorce, same name as this podcast, then join us over there because these are the types of conversations that we have in there every week you know these are the issues that we're trying to tackle you know our goal is for every divorced woman to have financial freedom to feel rich in whichever way rich shows up in their lives and it's talking about these things like it also is the practical things that you can do you know to build your business and grow your business and um And have you know real financial security, but it all starts with these types of conversations. You know, being visible. You know, improving your body image, not letting your thoughts stop you. So join us in that Facebook group and join these conversations. You know, like Lisa said, women supporting women and changing the tone of the conversations is is what's going to help shift society. It's what's going to improve the future for our daughters and Mm -hmm. and their daughters and really start to make a change. And getting in the Facebook group is a simple free first step that you can take right now.
1: Right. And so we'll, to do that, what you'll need to do, and we'll make sure the link is in the show notes, you'll need to go to our website and subscribe, and then you'll get an immediate link to our face private Facebook group. And that's where we're having these wonderful, rich discussions. And we definitely want to see
0: you there. Yeah. See you there. Thank you for listening to getting rich after divorce. We're so happy you were here. We truly value each and every one of you.
1: Yes, um, we, we sure do. And be sure to subscribe to us wherever you're catching us, whether it's on, you know, through a podcast platform or on YouTube. Uh, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating if you feel you deserve that um, and, and join our community so you get updates and, and stick with us.